Welcome to the Real Life Fitness Stories podcast. I'm your host, Scott Roberts. Stick around for inspiring real-life stories of incredible resilience and achievement. Thank you for listening. Let's be inspired. Hello, how are we all? Welcome to a very, very big moment in my life. Episode one of Real Life Fitness Stories podcast with me, Scott Roberts. I hope you are all massively, massively well. Thank you for listening. Episode one is, well, sadly for you, is going to be me talking. And I'm just going to give you a quick introduction into what the podcast is about, why I'm doing it, and a little bit of a background about myself. Some of you listening to this may have known me far too many years, back to school days, which is a long, long time ago now. Some of you may have just stumbled across this podcast by accident and wondering what it's all about. So like I've said, episode one, a little introduction into what I want to achieve with this, a little bit about myself. And then episode two onwards, we're going to steam into it with some absolutely fantastic guests with some amazing stories. The reason I'm doing this podcast, I've been wanting to do this for quite a while, but there's a lot of fitness podcasts out there. So we're kind of coming at this from a different angle. Um, I don't just want to add to all the fitness podcasts that are talking about weight loss calories, protein intake, getting your steps in, the mindset behind all the dieting and building a lifestyle. As great as that is, as much as I love it, as much as I love helping my clients with that, there's enough of those podcasts out there. So like I've said, we're coming at this from a slightly different angle. It is not personal trainers talking to personal trainers. This is real life people sharing stories of incredible resilience and achievement. This may come in various forms. It may be huge weight loss, achieving amazing physical challenges, overcoming disordered eating, trauma, mental health problems, illness. I want you guys going away from these podcasts inspired and with fire in your belly, a belief in yourself that these people are just like you, and you can achieve whatever you want in life. That doesn't have to be just health and fitness related, but all aspects of your life, work, family life, relationships, living life on your terms. This podcast can only work with your help. So whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, if you can please give it a good rating, review it, and share the episodes with friends, family, work colleagues, on your social media platforms, so I can reach as many people as possible with these inspiring stories that can hopefully help them who listen as well. I also need help growing it from a a guest point of view. So if you follow people, if you know anyone, maybe it's someone you follow on Instagram or Facebook, it might be someone in the gym, it might be a family member, somebody at work who has an an amazing story to tell, an inspiring story to tell, please send them my way, send them 
if you can send me their Instagram handle, put me in touch with them somehow, and we can look to get them as a guest if they are happy to talk about their story. So that is why we're doing the podcast. That is what it's about. Who is Scott Roberts? Who am I? So from a work point of view, I'm an online coach helping women reverse their lifelong diet struggles. I support and educate them to build a flexible lifestyle that fits around their real life circumstances. Now that can be obviously around family life, work commitments, social occasions, all the things that make it hard to stick to a diet or build a consistent, healthy lifestyle. We don't put any of this on hold. So it's not a 12-week plan where you're not allowed to do anything. There's a strict meal plan. You follow it, and then we part ways. As you all hopefully know by now, it's not helpful. I don't care how good the results are, how good the photos look. If you've put life on hold, if you've just followed a boring plan, it's not helping anyone. So we don't put any of real life on hold. We build it into the process alongside working on a client's mindset shift. So ultimately, the client becomes self-sufficient alongside achieving amazing physical results and no longer falls back into the old habits that do not serve the person that they want to become. Instagram, you can find me on at Scott Online Fat Loss, or you can head to my website, which is scottrobertsfitness.co.uk. But now a, a bit more about my past and how I ended up here. Now, from a, a personal training, fitness, um, work point of view, I actually got into the industry quite late, or what I felt was quite late. Um, looking back now, it's been 11, maybe a bit more years. It wasn't, it wasn't late at all. I actually got into the industry at 29 years old. And before then, I had what I call a proper job. Um, you know, I wasn't just walking around working in gyms all day or sitting in front of a laptop talking to clients on the phone or via email or via Zoom. So from the age of, since I left school, like from the age of about 18 up until 29-ish, I worked in the construction industry. Uh, for a large part of that, we had a family construction business um, in both London and Gibraltar and I hated it, I had no interest in it, and yeah, it, ju it just wasn't for me. Um, and uh, due to life and certain things happening, basically the business going downhill, I had to find something else to do. Uh, that, that was to become a personal trainer. Um, so while all that was going on, I was going through a personal training qualification, doing the exams, and off I went to become a personal trainer. Um, I started that actually living in Marbella. So the construction business started in and around London, and around the age of 25, uh, the family moved to Spain, and we had the construction business in Gibraltar. Uh, like I said, it all started going downhill, and that's where I, I became a personal trainer. So for I think maybe around a year, I was doing some personal training one-to-one -one in the gyms and at clients' homes, and I had a boot camp literally just around the corner from here um, at what was 
the bowls club. It's, it's now some tennis courts. Um, but that's where my personal training career started. That was the catalyst to kind of where I am now and, and doing this podcast. In my time here in Marbella, I met someone called Janie, uh, Janie Freeman, who is now Janie Roberts. Um, she be thankfully became my wife after a while. Um, but yeah, we started dating and I think we had about four, four or five dates. I don't think she actually counts some of them as dates, which is quite insulting. But yeah, on, on the final date, she basically said, oh, I'm, I'm moving, I'm, I'm moving to England. Um, and that is how we ended up in Manchester. Um, so I've, I know quite, I talk about Manchester quite a lot. Um, a lot of you think because of that I'm from Manchester, I'm not. I'm going to get that into that um, in a bit later. But yeah, that's how we ended up in Manchester. Janie left. Again, she had to leave um, for work commitments and also some family stuff, which we may speak about in future um, episodes. But yeah, she left basically. And there was a six-month period where we kind of carried on seeing each other. Um, I travelled, well, we travelled back and forth. And it got to the point, especially in regards to the work on the construction side of things, that I was just like, look, <clears throat> I, I, I need to go and to do something, make something happen. And that was moved to Manchester for two weeks. That two weeks became five years. Um, which I'm not sure if Janie's happy about or not, but I basically rung her up and said, I'm coming over. And the first few weeks and months of that, I've got, I could talk for hours about stories, uh, signing on the dole, applying for literally every single job possible. Whether Spoons turned me down for a job, that was quite a low point. I didn't even think there was a criteria to getting a job at Weather Spoons. I didn't even fit that. Um, I was, I did some work for a gym that was opening on Deansgate, uh, handing out leaflets, pissing down rain. If you have, if you, if you ever been to Manchester, the weather's crap all year round, even in August, this was February. So pissing down rain, snow going sideways. It wasn't a pleasurable experience to be handing around leaflets. I think I ended up getting sacked from that because I realized I kept popping home to actually warm up. But that's where my personal training career in England actually started and kind of where it, it started to become serious and grow. Uh, luckily, I ended up getting a, pro a job in a pure gym in Rochdale. That, again, was quite an experience walking from the train station to the gym. It was a bit of an eye opener. But that's where I just had to knuckle down and I realized I really enjoyed helping people. And this is something that I could really get my teeth into and grow. I think I was there for about 18 months to two years, maybe not that long. Um, and then an opportunity came to work at a gym, um, another pure gym, a bit closer to home as we lived in the city centre in um, Exchange Quay, which if you know Manchester is the kind of Salford Quays media city area. And again, that allowed me to build my client base, one-to-one -one clients. I started a boot camp. That's where I started to take online coaching a bit more seriously and just experiment with things. I had a few six-week groups. I did a few photo shoot transformations, which got into some incredible, incredible results alongside some one-to-one -one stuff. And a lot of the stuff that I put in place there 
is what I still do now. It's it's due to that that I realized whether it's in person or online, I love the the one-to-one contact. I love being hands-on with a client. I love individualizing things and just really delving deep into what they're struggling with and, and giving them a solution out of that. That has then, as I've said, um, grown into what I have now. About five years ago, four, four or five years ago, we actually moved back to Marbella. Just financial circumstances allowed it, work circumstances allowed it. And that's where I really put more focus into the online side of things rather than the in-person side of things. So that's kind of where I'm at now. Uh, fully focused on online coaching. My business has always been heavily um, helping women, 80, 90% of the time. So that's where what my online coaching now specializes in. Um, I really enjoy helping women with just everything they've struggled with. The, the negative um, body image from years of media beating you up, um, the years of restrictive dieting and just just all the bullshit you've been bombarded with over the past again probably going back to your childhood for many of you and just helping you see a way out of that via support via accountability someone just giving a shit about you and just saying look it doesn't have to be the way you think it is there is an easier more manageable way out of this so that's where i'm at now um so i'm sat in my kitchen my newly renovated kitchen funnily enough um in marbella uh, married how long have we been married oh that's going to stitch me up that i'm going to say six years i'm sorry if that's wrong uh, we have a daughter lola which is just her, she's just turned two years old keeping me on my toes making me even bolder than i i um, am already I didn't have, well, I didn't have any hair before. <laughs> I have even less now. Got a dog, Coco. Um, but obviously Lola coming along. I like to think as a coach, I'm quite empathetic with my clients and understanding. Obviously Lola coming along has just um, made me relate to the mums that I work with and their struggles and really the pressure they put on themselves. Trying to be 100% with everything. As we all know, we can't be 100% with everything and it's probably setting us back even more so if you've got one or more children to look after and the responsibility that comes with that. So that has, in a way, probably made me a better coach because it's just made me relate to my clients even more. So just probably to finish off, I don't want this to be too long. I've probably talked more than I realised I would anyway, but... I was, like I mentioned, because I mentioned Manchester quite a bit, people just think I'm from there. I probably don't sound like it at all. I hope I don't, because I shouldn't. But I was born, I was actually born in Yorkshire. Um, I certainly don't sound like I'm from Yorkshire either. But that's where my family are from. Uh, but my dad's side of the family, um, kind of Manchester, Lancashire-based. And then my mum's side of the family are from Yorkshire. We grew up in Yorkshire until I was six years old. And then we moved down to Hertfordshire. So 
I probably got bullied for sounding like a weirdo, so I, I started changing how I talk. Sadly, I couldn't get rid of the list. The list stayed with me forever. Um, so from the age of six up until about 25, that's where I grew up, uh, went to school. Um, at school, I was, prob- I, was, I was into probably every sport. Uh, I think oh, I'm pretty sure I represented my school in every sport apart from basketball, which I still feel a bit cheated about. And then as I got older, rugby, the rugby side of things became more serious, um, my, especially rugby league. Um, so my granddad was um, an international rugby league player. My dad played at quite a high level as well, kind of first division, first team level, um, international at like under 19 level. I wasn't as good as them, <laughs> but I still had the interest in rugby league. And I, I kind of played rugby league up until the time I moved to Spain when I was about 25. So that's where I suppose my love of fitness came into it. That's where I started going to the gym. I actually went into the gym when I was 16 years old. My dad dragged me into the gym. Uh, there was a summer holidays where I basically laid in bed, eating, just nonstop eating. Um, I think he was sick of the massive shopping bill. So he dragged me to the gym. Uh, that obviously helped with my rugby. And I've never really looked back from there. I, I jacked in the rugby, um, like I said, just before I moved uh, to Spain. But that was also due to injury and I stopped enjoying it. Um, I was playing for a team in Hemel Hempstead. I'll start again. I was playing for a team in Hemel Hempstead called Hemel Stags. And because of the level we were playing at, we had to travel up north all the time. So all our away games were Yorkshire, Lancashire away. Four hour drive there, four hour drive back. Injuries, it, yeah, like I say, it just didn't become enjoyable. Uh, I'd rather spend my weekends seeing my mates and drinking. So I jacked that in, moved to Marbella from the age of about 25 to 29, 30. And then, like I said, the job in Gibraltar, et cetera, et cetera, moving to Manchester, which, which I've covered. We've been back in um, Marbella now for five years. Um, but yeah, I think I've covered all that. So like I've said, I think I've gone on much longer than I thought I would. Um, that is what this podcast is going to be about. This is me, what I'm about. Um, I really, really, really hope this helps you. Like I've said, I've, I want it to inspire you. I want you to be able to relate to the stories. I just hope you enjoy them. Like, I don't want this to be another boring fitness podcast. So that's it. Episode two. These are going to, episode one and episode two are going to be launched together. And then hopefully weekly off the back of that. Let's hope so. Love you all. Let me know your feedback on this. Sorry I've blabbered on a bit, but there we go. It's going to be a common theme. Love you all. Bye-bye.